Welcome to the Classroom Brew Podcast. The teacher podcast is a little bit like drunk history. But wait, do you guys actually drink while you record episodes? Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Welcome back to Classroom Brew. This is episode 108. And uh, for this episode, you're going to hopefully, by the time this episode comes out, be listening to a much happier version of, of me. But before we get to that, make sure whatever app you're in, rate and review the podcast. It really helps out. If you give us a new rating and review or uh, a nice little comment, something nice that you say, whatever, it could be something silly, unrelated, doesn't matter to me, uh, you are probably going to get a shout out. So if you would like that shout out on the podcast, uh, make sure have your friends co-workers, spouse, girlfriend, boyfriend, whoever, uh, do a rating and review for the podcast. Pretty soon we've got, you've heard me guys talk on the podcast about the hiring process for the teacher to uh, get a social studies teacher, which, you know, usually we're about a dime a dozen, but it was a pretty tricky process. And we made a selection. We were very happy with our choice. And now it's just a matter of waiting for the district to onboard him, which, oh boy, that could take a lot longer than I think I'm comfortable with. Uh, so in the meantime, what I've been doing is preparing the work for that classroom on top of my own. So needless to say, no one is more excited uh, for the new guy to start than I am. And during that time, it's been actually interesting to, like a lot of my former students that um, are in the room that currently has no teacher, uh, they they recognize some of the stuff that I've had them doing. Like, this looks like this looks like one of your one of your worksheets. Uh, Some of them are, you know, they're gracious that they are getting work and stuff like that because they, some of them have more than one teacher that's not present, like a rotating list of subs. Uh, And then others are not so happy about it. Uh, I'm sure I would be in the latter camp if I were, if I were their age. Made me sound really old though. Uh, But anyways, uh, excited to see when he gets started, really looking forward to that workload dropping off. Uh, these 12, 13 hour days are really getting old uh, between football and essentially 10 classrooms instead of just my five. Um, Wow. Having five again would be really, really nice. Uh, But it's weird because I'm also not in the room teaching uh, the room that isn't mine. It's just kind of preparing the materials and then unfortunately grading. And usually I'm already behind on grading as it is for my own classes. So now just double that load right there. So for this one, shamelessly, I've got a black cherry white claw. And wow, that's a lot of sugar. I don't know if I'll make it through this one. <clears throat> um, so yeah, really long uh, work weeks, really, work days in general. And um, it did pay off though. So a lot of my time is spent doing uh, football coaching after after school. And there's a lot that goes along with that throughout the school day, of course. And um, finally, we pulled off a win and uh, it was really exciting. It was a nice uh, sizable margin victory for our guys, which is great because we've had more than three games where it was one possession that made the difference uh, towards the end, including one in overtime. So it's really a different culture in our school. And I think athletics are a big part of that, which has been really cool. Uh, there are a lot of people that were like, do you know the team won on, on Saturday? And I was like, yeah, I, I fucking know I was, I was there. Um, so it was really cool. And it was a nice win where, uh, just about everybody that 
had been part of the team and grinding this whole time, uh, they got some sort of an impactful play, which was just great to see their hard work literally pay off um, on the field. It was it was a good feeling, really good feeling. Anyway, it's been another crazy week now, so we're getting ready for the football season's winding down. We only got two left, and uh, the school year is just getting started, though we already had our seniors ditch on a senior ditch day. And we're like, you know it's only October, right? And they're like, yeah, we're going to ditch, though. It's like, what are you going to do? Like, come on, our attendance is so low. Don't you ditch anyway? <laughs> like, every day is senior ditch day and sophomore ditch day and freshman ditch day and junior ditch day. Like, why Why is there a special day for this? And also, you're barely seniors. So that we already had our first senior ditch day. And it's not even, like, usually, isn't that usually like, oh, you know that you're going to graduate? <laughs> this is just like, we're counting down the time. Like, some of these kids, I don't know if they're going to graduate, realistically. I think our on-track percentage is so low that like if the day or if the school year to end like tomorrow or something like that, some of these kids don't have the the days to afford to be able to ditch like that. But I've never even heard of that. A senior ditch day within the first month. Where are we at now? The a month and four or five days of school. That's insane to me. Just like I don't want to be here. So like, you just got here, man. You just got here. Also, I don't either. Um, but still, I'm still here. I usually don't take off a day this early. Now, granted, I am going to be taking off a day this Friday, the day after this episode comes out, but it's a different special circumstance. So I, I don't know. Uh, maybe it goes back to the, you know, the difference in uh, my upbringing and the school district that I was in and the neighborhood I was in and the culture and climate. But like, if you missed a day that was rare versus now it's like the norm. I have a student that just started like yesterday um, for you guys, well, by the time the episode comes out, it will have been a few days that, uh, she started and we're already like a month into the AP curriculum that I've got set. And it's like, you got some catching up to do. And she already missed day two because of senior ditch day. <laughs> like what? Everybody ditching? What's going on right now? We're going to do one of these once every, uh, every semester. We got uh, fall senior ditch day, spring senior ditch day. Is that not enough for you? Is too much, too much school on your senior year? Oh, you had like, 20% attendance, cool. We do one like a weekly one, you know, week 10, senior ditch day. Usually we'll do it on evens, week 12, senior ditch day. Like this is absurd. But anyways, uh, because there were significantly less kids in the building um, today, uh, I had the opportunity to kind of do a little bit of research. And I I had this question. I was wondering about some of the kids that, whether they're seniors or not, that, that they don't really come to school very often, um, you know, and I'm sure you can guess what their their grades are like if they're not coming to school very often. And when they are coming to school, you know, they're not really where they're supposed to be. And um, I'm having this conversation with another teacher about this. And I was like, man, if I could just be a fly on the wall, like admittedly, some of our kids, they, they don't come to school because they have a parent that's not there or a parent that doesn't care or a parent that keeps them home or maybe they're gang affiliated. There's There's a multitude of different reasons. And sometimes I'm just like, man, I wish I could be a fly on the wall just to like... What are the conversations these kids are having when they're ditching school? Like, is it like something they talk about? Is it just like, oh, it's another day for Bob. He's ditching school. Like, what's it like? And then I got met with with that that question, that just hypothetical question, with the greatest gift I could have ever asked for on Senior Ditch Day. And this was uh, apparently a number of students, both former and current, are SoundCloud rappers that I knew, but they also have music videos. 
recorded by like professional studios, like high quality camera, high quality audio that's dubbed. You got all the lighting and all that stuff. And so I was like, oh, what a treat. So I made a little playlist for myself, just watching some of my uh, current and former students and their rap career. And, uh, you know, I, I got to tell you, I'm alarmed at the amount of, like, for some of these kids, they're recording this one, they're, like, under the age of 18, and somehow these music producers are okay with them, like, smoking up while they're, you know, on their camera. Like, oh, that, like okay, I know you don't give a shit, but, like, aren't you worried about your production company if you have a minor smoking and you were there potentially complacent, potentially supplying does no one else see a problem with this? What's, what the fuck? But anyways, and there was one of them where I was I was watching and I was like, oh, oh I didn't know you guys know each other. And then I'm like, oh shit, I, I prayed to God that you didn't know each other uh, for some of the kids that are there. And I almost, I almost can like look back and think like, oh yeah, this is that day no one showed up for that exam. Or oh yeah, this is that day that mock trial fell flat because there were two kids in class. And it's like, I know why. They were filming this video. And I was watching one of them and I was like, is that my hall pass in the background? That's where it went. It's famous now. Because Lord knows it's never in my classroom when a kid's like, can I go to the bathroom? Must be pretty prestigious to steal a teacher's hall pass and put it in your <laughs> your YouTube rap music video. And um <laughs> like is that my worksheet? I have a very I have a very specific format, and that looks like my worksheet. Why are they rolling it up? <laughs> just oh my god, just Minor drug use, like this, some, this some, like can we can we flag this YouTube? Can we do something about this? I'm like, oh yeah, you run these streets? No, you run these halls. Maybe you run these halls. You sure you certainly run away in these halls when I'm like, hey, go to class. Run these streets. Get out of here with this shit. You getting all this paper? Yeah, you're missing assignments. Getting all your meals for free because you're so famous? No, that's the that's the free lunch program, my guy. That's the free lunch program. But anyway. And and don't get me wrong, I'm not I'm not trying to discourage that. It's just sometimes you see these things and you're like, you gotta be kidding me, or wow, what you know? Sometimes money can't buy you the greatest gift of all, <laughs> and this is definitely one of those one of those times. So, and it's weird because this week especially, it's it's not like it's the kids that I'm encountering that are really being that problematic, for the most part. And I think this is very true, ninety nine percent of the time. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. At least for for your building or your circumstance, I'm happy to to hear you out on this. But usually it's the adults. So like the expectations that you set in the building or uh, the interactions that adults seem to be having, whether they're passive aggressive or just flat out aggressive with each other. And of course you're like modeling that. But I did see something from a former kindergarten teacher of my former, like I had more than one, my kindergarten teacher, Mike, wow, English, my kindergarten teacher posted and uh, it was, it was sad because it was uh, like a rest in peace post for uh, her dog, a golden retriever, which is uh, really sad, of course. But and I wish that this was the case when I was in her class in kindergarten. But it sounds like she had some sort of like a service dog or like a program that put a dog into the kindergarten classroom to work on you know whatever the research is behind that, uh, which I thought was really cool. Let's see if we can pull that up. But I was thinking about that. Like that would be so cool. Like how do I get a dog in my classroom? And also, like, do they, of course, I'm sure it would be like, 
Well, we've given you one or two bags of dog food, and this should last you the entire school year, you know, just to, you know, you get two, two reams of paper. You also get two bags of dog food. So, you know, make it last. But I wonder, like right now, I'm literally, I'm looking at right now, dogs in classroom programs. See, that's the one bad thing about shooting from the hip is that when you think of something, you're like, oh, shit. See, I don't know if this was like therapy dogs or if this was, I mean, obviously it would have to be a therapy dog, he or she. But yeah, improve uh, social, socio-emotional or social-emotional, can't talk today, learning, cognitive, and even reading skills. Like, I want a dog. That'd be great. Make sure that my building will allow me to take him or her home. But that sounds amazing. Yeah, therapy dogs versus service dogs. There's health benefits, uh, not just hormonally, but also anxiety and uh, obviously uh social catalyst effect leads to increased stimulation of social behavior. That's great because I do very collaborative uh, assignments and things like that. They have a positive influence on cognitive development. Now, granted, I wonder if this is more research for like the younger age kids, like primary grades, or if this is great for secondary, but this sounds fantastic. Cleanliness. Oh, concerns is cleanliness, allergies, fear of dogs. I mean, yeah, obviously, but I mean, therapy dog, and obviously there's, I I think that would be really cool. I don't know how that would work. I'm sure it'd be chaotic. Get a dog that can just like sniff out, like when there's like a student bullshitting, like they're not printing tardy passes. Yeah, sure they aren't. It's not what Sparky says, buddy. Go get your tardy pass. So yeah, maybe I got to look into that. I think that'd be really cool. Sounds like some great program that I'm sure fell flat because of funding or because of the way that the Department of Ed is nowadays. But that would still, it would certainly be awesome, you know, to have a, I guess, a specialty. I'm going to call it my co-teaching dog. Why wouldn't I? That sounds fantastic. I'm going to look into it. If you guys know anything about it, that'd be fantastic. You can shoot me an email, classroombrew at gmail.com or reach out on social media at classroombrew. Let's find a therapy dog for my classroom. That's already one of the best classrooms in the school. Let's make it even better. So uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, I guess a shorter one this week, but I appreciate the support. Uh, Again, make sure you rate and review in whatever app you're listening to. You can reach out if you want to be on the show or if you just want to interact with us. I love when you guys interact with us. Uh, Not 100% sure what's going to be coming up in the coming weeks, but I do have a number of people that are on the docket that I guess I've just been putting off because got a lot on the plate, but it's going to be coming down pretty soon. So really excited for that for you guys. Thanks again for listening, and as always, class dismissed.